Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In-depth. The people behind a 10-year murder-for-cash spree in rural China. Written by Wang Heyan and Han Wei. Published in Caixin Global. Read for you by Kaiser Guo. It was a dark night in late October 2005 when Wang Yuping hurried out of his mud-brick home. The young farmer from a shady village in the periphery of Huating City in northwest China's Gansu province went on a sudden trip with fellow villagers Chen Lijun and Du Yufeng, who promised him a coal-mining job. Zhang, then 36, left home so hastily he didn't say goodbye to his parents. He didn't expect it to be a journey with no return. Zhang's family and neighbors never heard from him again. Sixteen years later, in December 2021, a court ruled that Chen and Du murdered him in a fatality compensation scam. The disappearance of Zhang was only the start of a slew of similar cases in rural Huating that spanned the following decade. Last December 25th, the Yulin City Intermediate Court in Shanxi Province issued a verdict outlining the tragedies of the missing people. It brought to light a series of shocking homicides organized by Chen and accomplices for the purpose of death compensation fraud. Zhang was the first of 12 people killed by Chen's criminal gang between 2005 and 2015, prosecutors said. The criminals disguised the murders as mining accidents and used fake identities to claim more than 3 million yuan, $418,240, in compensation from mine owners, court documents showed. Chen and accomplices often targeted fellow villagers from the poorest families or those with mental defects, whose disappearances were easily ignored, prosecutors said. They took advantage of lax management of private coal mines and mine owners' incentives to cover up accidents to hide the real identities of the victims and their offenses for nearly a decade. A formal investigation into the missing cases surrounding Chen wasn't launched until 2019. At the time, Chen was jailed in Shanxi on another fraud conviction. In December, the Yulin court handed out sentences to 18 defendants involved in the crimes. Chen, Du, and three others were sentenced to death for intentional homicide and fraud. Two received life imprisonment, and others were jailed for 4 to 11 years. Two more murder suspects were killed by Chen and accomplices in disputes over money. Four of the victims' corpses were recovered by police, but there is no trace of the others. Chen told the court that their ashes were randomly dumped. Chen pleaded guilty, but Du and several others appealed. 
The case has been sent to a higher court for review. The Trap Zhang Yipin was approached by Du, an acquaintance of Zhang's older brother. Du offered Zhang Yipin a job with good pay in a coal mine in the Inner Mongolia Autonomous Region. Three days later, Zhang joined Du and Chen, from a neighboring village, for the journey. According to Chen's testimony, he first heard of how people were killed in coal mines for death compensation fraud in 2003 when he was working as a miner in Inner Mongolia. He then thought of copying the tactic. In the spring of 2005, Chen told his plan to longtime friend Du, who agreed to join him and search for a proper target, the poor and unmarried fellow villager Zhang. Chen and Du took Zhang to a small coal mine in Ordos, Inner Mongolia. Chen had previously inquired about the mine to make sure no registration of workers was required, according to Du's testimony. Shortly after they settled into working at the mine, Chen and Du started planning the murder. At midnight, October 31st, 2005, Chen lured Zhang into the mine and killed him with a pickaxe. Du pried coal off the ceiling of the mine shaft to cover Zhang's body, disguising the incident as a mine collapse. The two then woke other workers and pretended to search for Zhang. Chen claimed Zhang was his younger brother and presented fake identity documents to the mine owner, who agreed to pay 182,000 yuan in compensation for Zhang's death without notifying police about the case. Zhang's younger brother told Saixin that the family was too poor to afford a marriage for Zhang, who had lived with their parents until the day he left for the mining job. My mother died in 2018 and expected my brother's return until the day of her death, the younger Zhang said. The undetected murder of Zhang opened a Pandora's box for Chen, who then colluded with Du and others to kill at least one person a year for ten years, managing to avoid detection by police. Chen gambled away most of the money he got from the killings and shared out only a small amount with his accomplices, the court said. Disputes over money led Chen to kill two of his accomplices in 2013 and 2014 after they threatened to report the cases to police. A girlfriend of one of the dead men was also killed in the cover-up. The last victim for compensation fraud killed by Chen's group was Wang Jinhu, Wang then 23 years old, followed neighbor Shi Zhiyong to a job out of town in early 2015, according to Wang's mother. Shi was an accomplice of Chen. Wang's family lost contact with him days after his departure, although Shi sent several messages claiming that Wang was safe. In April 2016, Wang's parents filed a missing person report with local police. Investigators later found that Wang was killed in May 2015 and buried 30 kilometers away from his home by Shi and others. According to the Yulin court, in late 2014, Chen, Shi, and another accomplice found a suitable coal mine in Shanxi to carry out the scam with Wang as the target. With Chen's introduction, Wang registered with the mine using a fake identity. During the late-night shift on April 28, 2015, Chen attacked Wang when they were alone, but Wang survived with a serious injury. Chen managed to persuade Wang not to tell the others about the incident 
and fooled him into thinking it was an accident. The mine sent Wang to a hospital for treatment and paid 60,000 yuan in compensation. Chen and Shi pledged to send Wang home, but took the badly injured man to Chen's home, where Chen killed him with an axe, according to police. In November 2019, investigators found Wang's remains under Chen's courtyard. After the murder of Wang, Chen stopped killing for the compensation scam, but continued with other crimes. He was detained by police in October 2016 on an allegation of marriage fraud and convicted in September 2017. He received an 11-year prison sentence. The Murderers Members of Chen's gang were mostly fellow villagers, friends, and cellmates. Many of them had criminal records. According to the Yulin court, Shi, 51, was sentenced to jail three times since 1990 for robbery and theft. Du, 60, without a formal crime record, had trafficked his own cousin in his 20s, villagers said. Chen himself had been jailed four times since 1989 for multiple crimes, including theft, human trafficking, and fraud, before he was targeted by police in the murder investigations. Chen, 55, is short and stout. During the court hearing, he admitted to all charges and said they were all for getting rich. Chen was one of the three adopted sons of a rural family in Zaoyang village under Huating. His adoptive father was a village doctor who was not affluent, but was able to afford some education for the children. Chen was a villain in fellow villagers' eyes. Everyone knows he was a human trafficker, one villager said. In 1989, Chen was sentenced at age 22 to five years in prison for human trafficking. After he finished his time in prison, he got divorced and became even more unscrupulous, villagers said. He seldom stayed home and only came back a few days every year, one villager said. In 2008, Chen married Xue Ruixia in a neighboring village. Xue's father once told fellow villagers that Chen always brought back bags of money. Chen didn't finish junior high school, but he was eloquent. He always boasted to neighbors about his businesses, although no one really knew what he did for a living, according to villagers. The marriage between Chen and Xue didn't last long. They divorced in 2014, but stayed in touch. In 2017, when Chen was convicted of fraud, Xue was also charged for harboring a criminal. In 2019, Xue was detained again as police investigated Chen's murder cases. In 2020, Xue was sentenced to six years in prison. Other members of Chen's family were also convicted for their involvement in Chen's crimes. His older brother was sentenced to four years in prison for fraud, and his sister and brother-in-law were both convicted, according to the court document. Chen Lijun is the smartest of the three of us, his younger brother said, but he always got into trouble. Now he ruined the family. Clues ignored. Chen told the court that he and his gang often targeted people with mental deficits or those who lived alone because their disappearances usually went unnoticed, according to attendees of the hearing. For more than 10 years, neither police in Huating, where most of the missing people were from, 
nor in places where the murders were carried out launched formal probes. Although relatives and friends of several victims reported to local police and some even identified Chen as the suspect, their requests were turned down on the grounds of inadequate evidence until July 2019, when the Shanxi Provincial Public Security Department stepped in. Zhang Yuping's younger brother said he was concerned about Zhang's safety and reported that he was missing to two local police stations in 2006, but got no response. My dad visited the Huating Public Security Bureau many times and paid 400 yuan to leave his blood sample, Zhang's brother said. Liang Xiaoqin, from Zhang Jiamo village, told Saixin that his brother-in-law, Wang Chunlin, followed Chen to leave home in June 2010 and never returned. In 2015 and 2016, we went to the police station and told them that Wang was taken away by Chen, but nobody cared, Liang said. Investigators later found that Wang was killed by Chen and Du in a coal mine in Shanxi in June 2010, days after he left home. Wang's 77-year-old mother told Saixin that Wang was the youngest of her four children and had brain damage in his 20s due to delayed treatment of a disease. Wang often worked out of town on small jobs because he can't find a good one, the mother said. Yang Baoquan, another mentally disabled farmer, left home with Chen and Du in April 2013. Police found that he had drowned in a water tank in a coal mine in Shenmu, Shanxi. Chen, Du, and two others collected 500,000 yuan in compensation from the mine. Yang Baoquan's cousin, Yang Xuan, had been looking for him since 2014. He said he heard of the Shenmu coal mine incident and suspected that the victim was his cousin. In April 2015, Yang Xuan reported the case to police in Shenmu, but was denied an investigation due to lack of evidence. In 2019, Yang Xuan reported the case to a special crime office of the Shanxi Provincial Public Security Department, triggering a formal investigation of the series of missing persons. A key factor allowing Chen and accomplices to cover up the murders was the lack of identity checks and registrations for workers in many small coal mines. Chen avoided registrations or used fake identities to file compensation claims with mines, allowing him to pose as a victim's relative and making it difficult to track the victim's real identities, according to police. Coal mine owners' concerns over the impact of accidents on production also provided opportunities for Chen to cover up the murders. Mine owners prefer to resolve such issues privately and turn a blind eye to suspicious facts because the costs of compensation are lower than those of production halts if cases are reported to authorities, some mine owners told Tsai Xin. <laughs> 